live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwam. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwam. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. We got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. There is no $30 million fund. There is no $5 million. There is no ten. This is garbage. And it does. It pisses me off. And here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. And then to have coaches in our league and across this league to say it, Clown axe. Jordan, a long rainbow three. A thunder money ball. That one came down wet. A pot of gold at the bottom of that rainbow, baby. Nigel right at the timeline with four seconds. An NBA three at the top. Good! With 2.2 seconds to go. Nigel Pack knocks down a three with 2.2 to go, and the cats are in front. 71 68. Maddie drives, turns. Spins, feeds wide open, Scott lays it up, and then Liz Scott did it again. She drains the layup with 5.9 seconds left. In five, four, Lewis drives all the way and puts up a layup, missed it. Rebound, battled for, loose on the floor, buzzer with column suitors. Game over. Oklahoma comes into the Farrell Center and knocks off the Baylor Bears by a final score of 78-77. to 77. Uh, good morning, everyone. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on this Thursday, Feb 3. It's another snow day across the state of Oklahoma. We are all hunkered down. TJ, you, you say it was uh, eventful trying to get to the station this morning? Slickery out there? It was not fun. Um, one of the worst drives I can remember in weather. Got stuck once. Um, not bad, but I could not uh, at the spot that I, we we joke about. Drake and I joke about the the bridge crossing over I thirty five crossing from the so west side to the east side of that, Norman. That light was red, and I'm like, oh crud! So I stop at it, and sure enough, it turns green, and I'm spinning, 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 spinning. So I back up a little bit down Robinson and, and catch myself, and I'm able to go and, and get across it. But it, it wasn't pleasant. The drive was not pleasant. I left the house at about five o'clock and got here about five thirty. So um a little after five o'clock and got here at five thirty. So it was uh it was slow going, that's for sure. And they were plowing so they were plowing Robinson going east to west when I was going uh west to east. So opposite side of me and I was watching as they were doing it and I'm thinking I don't know if that's making it better or worse because at least where I was it was snow that I was driving on, and it's kind of pat down. And they were right. scraping it, it down, scraped to the it ice. down to the ice. And cars on that side, it did not look like they were having too good of a time. So it's 
if you don't have to get out, people, as the weatherman says, don't get out. So if you do, you, you can make it. You just yeah, got to be easy. So I Take wouldn't suggest time. I wouldn't suggest it in a car. If you're in a car, don't try to leave the house. SUV, truck, you're probably okay. If you're in one of those sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollar trucks like TJ has and you can get out, go ahead and go for it. You got big a lot of weight in that thing. You should be okay if you're in that. <laughs> you should be okay, yeah. Well, we're getting more today. Um it's gonna fire back up here in a bit. Uh, the uh forecast looks like we're gonna get another three, four inches of snow uh today. You you wearing a Yellowstone jacket today? Uh, I'm not right now, but I did have one on. Yes, yeah, black jacket. Yeah, I bet you looked good when you left the house today, didn't you? The um, boots and the jacket. I've got it set up now. I've like got it, Yeah, I've got it set up now. Where the door that goes from my laundry room out to my garage, there's mm-hmm. a uh, sensor on it now. When that opens, the Yellowstone theme starts. So as I walk outside into the elements, <laughs> the Yellowstone theme's playing in my garage. We uh, had a bit of a binge yesterday. We're down. We got one episode left. The finale is all that's left for us. Uh, so maybe today I'll watch the final. This is it, right? This is the end of the series. Oh no, or no, no, no! Just the end of year four. Just the end of year four. There's, there's okay. definitely a year five. They've already said, and most likely uh, season six. So that helps me because I was like, well, everybody's about to die, but you're telling me that uh, no. there is one more year. There's okay. another year at Good. least. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll happen uh, today. I also have uh, mixed curling recorded to watch today, so please, nobody out there, tell me what happened in the U.S.-Italy <laughs> mixed, mixed curling mixed match. Curling. You did not record mixed yeah, curling. So we were uh, sitting down to play a board game last night, and Peyton said, I think the curling's already started. And I was like, no, 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 the opening ceremonies are Friday. And he said, yeah, but they started some sports early. I'm pretty sure curling starts tonight, and I panicked. And he looked on his phone, and he goes, yeah, the U.S. is playing right now. It's on TV. And I was like, what? So I raced to the television and uh, and recorded what was left. It had already started and then went back to be with my family. So I'm very much looking forward today to sitting down and watching some mixed curling. So does this mean you did not watch episode one of Celebrity Big Brother? No, I watched it. That's why okay. I recorded the okay. curling. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what you think? The celebrity edition is always bad. I don't know if it's ever been as bad as last night's first episode oh, here was. Here we go. Here we go. First episode of Big Brother. Every year, every, every well, time. Every person that walked in the door, I'm like, can't stand you. Can't stand you. Look at you. I can't stand you. Uh, then Todd Bridges walked in. I'm idea. like, Willis. What you talking about, Willis? Just all Seinfeld characters. That would be <laughs> that'd fun. be awesome. I love. I would love that. But um, I'll watch what every episode and complain about it. But boy, some of these people they found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I only know like four of them. I think. Yeah, there wasn't many I knew. I knew the instinct guy. I know Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. I know Carson. I've seen Carson Cressley before. He I, he's. Seems to be the right now the only entertaining one. Yeah, in the house. I think I've seen him in a. I know Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. Now, is there something medically wrong with him? And there always has been, and I just didn't know it. I don't know. He's just short. I think. Well, I don't know. It was more than the short last night. There was something going on with him. I think so. 
I'm worried about him now. Maybe. I'm worried about You're Chris Catan. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar walked in, and they were like, oh, we saved the big bed for you. They must have told him there was an NBA player coming because there was one bed that was longer than all the rest. <laughs> yes. And they happened to save it for last, which doesn't make any sense at all. So so they must have said, hey, save the long bed. We got a big guy coming in. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, I, 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 after the first episode last night, I was like, uh, but you know how this goes. I will say, uh, I'm not sure if I make it to the end of this season. I'm going to try. Oh, boy. Here we go. But I don't know. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> the problem is the Winter Olympics. Like it, it, Winter Olympics. OU basketball is going to hit on some of those nights. I enjoy watching the Olympics. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're like you're going to go to no. a basketball game. No, but I'll be watching it instead, and I'm not going to Whatever. watch it recorded later on. So, Um. Let's talk signing day. Did you pay much attention yesterday to the guys the Sooners were hauling in or anything? You got any comments on uh, their class? Uh, class seems unbelievable. Seems like they've done a tremendous job. Finished, what, tremendous. eight overall in the composite yeah. that uh, 247 puts out. Yeah, pretty much every service had them at number eight. Rivals mm-hmm. on three, 247. So all I can say about it is... Uh, yeah, you and I don't sit here and watch hot. You you do more than me because of the shows you have to do now and the interviews and all that that you have to put together. But we are not recruiting guys and sit down and watch videos no. of these guys. I've got friends that are and just and knows everything about every one of these kids. That's not me. Uh, so I always look at the class ranking, you know, and, and look them over and everything. But for me, it was what they were able to pull together. What Bob kind of put tape on and pulled together until mm-hmm. Brent and Levy and all these guys got got in the, on the staff and got to going. To pull off a class like that is it's an incredible job. So we'll see how it pans out. I mean, it, we may look back on it in three years and say, boy, that class just wasn't what we thought it was and maybe sure. better. But to have a top ten ranking like that, to have the momentum you've built in that short period of time, to have an established quarterback as part of it in the transfer portal, they just did an unbelievable job. Yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, incredible. Uh, here's the top ten. A&M one, Bama two, Georgia three, Ohio State four, Texas five, um, Penn State six, Notre Dame seven, OU eight, Michigan nine, and Mac Brown in North Carolina came in at ten. Oh, Mac. Uh, other notables: Clemson down at eleven, LSU twelve, Auburn eighteen. I think maybe my tweet hurt Auburn a little bit. They got a lot of negative feedback on their form-fitting jersey. Is that what it was? That what it machine. was? Florida nineteen, uh, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss twenty-three. Oregon, 25. Shane Beamer in South Carolina, 26. Arkansas, 28. OSU, 29. I'm looking at the 247 rankings, by the way. Uh, Big 12, West uh, West Virginia, 35. Baylor, 36. Iowa State, 39. Tech, 43. TCU, 47. And that's it. It goes to the top 50 on what I'm looking at. So, uh, Who knows? If I was guessing as to guys who emerge from this class to be stars, I would start with uh, Jaden Rowe, 
out of Union High School. And a lot of this is based on what Teddy had to say about him. But if you watch the film, it is he's a six foot and, and talking to the coaches the other day, he's a six foot three defensive back. Maybe. He's six three, two ten. It sounds like they're gonna start him in Brandon Hall's room with the safeties. But admittedly, he is talented enough to play corner or nickel. He's six three two ten. So if Schmidt puts any weight on him, he could be a linebacker. And every coach I talked to said, "Don't be surprised if this guy doesn't end up a defensive end by the time it's all said and done." So basically, anywhere on the defense other than nose tackle, it sounds like Jaden Rowe <laughs> is eligible play. to end up at. Uh, but he just, you know, he's six three two ten defensive back is is massive. Um, I think both of the running backs are exciting. Gavin Sawchuk out of Colorado and Javante Barnes out of Vegas. On film, Sawchuk is a little more impressive, but at running back, you can contribute right away. And I think one of them, if not both of them, will. You know, they've got Marcus Major coming back and eric gray coming back but you know how it goes at running back tj i mean you need depth you get guys dinged up all the time and i wouldn't be surprised at all if one or both of those guys aren't aren't factors this year i think the uh jamari and burt kid out of ocala florida a defensive back six one that's another guy that the tape just pops. I mean, he's hurting people on his huddle tape. He's just absolutely destroying guys. Excited to see him in a college uniform. Sometimes that can be misleading. It reminded me of Delarian Turner Yell. DTY's huddle tape was <laughs> off the rails. Uh, the Jaden Gibson kid, they signed him in December, but 6'5 wide receiver that uh, you know, it looks unfair at his level, but with that size and, and uh, ability, there's another kid that could help him right away. Uh, and then everybody has talked about Jaron Canick, the linebacker from Kansas, that um, six foot two. That's a position that it's a little harder to contribute right away, but I could see a future with Stutzman and Canick at linebacker that. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. So who knows? Who knows? There's a lot of them that, that look really good and have a bunch of stars next to their names. Mm -hmm. No five stars. And, and there's still some guys out there. There's a offensive lineman OU is in the mix for that isn't going to declare until uh, March. There's an another five-star this morning that has, uh, what do they called it? Re, he's now a 2022 guy, and OU is – reclassified he was a 2023 guy and now he's reclassified to 2022 and uh OU is one of the four or five schools in the hunt for him so they might not be done but it is really really impressive because there was a oh a week certainly a 72 hours there or so before everything settled that you thought 
not only has OU lost their head coach, but their entire signing class has just been blown asunder. And this is a complete disaster. And Bob and Kale and DeMarco put uh, duct tape and bailing wire on it to kind of hold it together until Brent Venables uh, was hired, and then they went out and, and reaffirmed some things and went out and got some other guys that they wouldn't have gotten other word, otherwise. Uh, they, some, some of the guys down in the southeast that Brent Venables and Todd Bates had connections with that they were able to pull in. Uh, obviously, Nick Evers, the quarterback that had a relationship with Jeff Levy, um, and and they turned it not just into salvaging the class, but a top ten class is standing ovation type stuff. Is it uh, is one so. of, uh, Jeffrey Johnson? Is that the guy's name? The Tulane. Yeah, uh, that dude. Um, everything that I've seen, I have seen some stuff on him and pictures that I'm like, that's a 29 year old man. I know we got that text about Luell and earlier, but that that dude does not look like he belongs in college. His pictures, even I'm like, is he sure he's not pushing thirty? No, him and the uh, Luwalu kid from Hawaii, yeah, are both defenders. Are both like just fully grown men? You know, I mean, they. <laughs> it's amazing the uh, the difference in high school kids these days when they come in. Like some of these guys are beasts already but you can you can tell the difference in the transfers and the uh mm-hmm. high school kids yeah oh i do want to play the interview with brent venables or at least a portion of it coming up here in just a bit we've got the daily top five today ahead as well plus your phone calls and text messages 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in you can text the show air comfort solutions text line 405-651-3439 we'll be back the T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. Bring you the eight ninety nine listing fee every day. That's their fee. The home of the eight ninety nine listing fee, saving you thousands of dollars. Saves uh, their customers over three hundred thousand dollars alone last year. 405-361-3380 or call you can call Terry or visit him online, SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. By the way, if uh, there's somebody in Norman that has been out and about here recently, let me know. I've had some people around here asking me about conditions, and I could only speak about 5 a.m., so I don't know how it is out there now. Hmm. Um, if only you knew update. someone like in the police department or something that would well, be able I do, to but she is asleep right now. She's asleep right now, so hmm. Hmm. <laughs> actually, I, I do know someone on duty right hmm. now. I could ask uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, well, this one was asking us to go over signing day. You just did that. So, uh, listening from home, my home office in Mill Creek, Oklahoma, home of the Bullfrogs. The Mill Creek Bullfrogs, Teach. Thank you for listening today. We appreciate That's south of here. By okay. Sulphur, right? I don't know if that, I don't know where Mill Creek is. Oh, see how smart I am. You should learn your Oklahoma geography. 
I don't know if you're right or not. I'll look it up. The similarities between Bob and Brent are pretty cool. Bob being molded by Fry, Snyder, and Spurrier. Brent by Snyder, Stoops, and Sweeney. Uh, You can tell they've taken bits and pieces from them all. Yeah. Yeah. I I think uh, Brent has been significantly impacted by Dabo. The other guys, too. But... We, we knew him before Dabo, and now to see him afterwards, it, he, he had a big impact on him. Dabo's personality, uh, the way he deals with kids, uh, even his uh, you know profession of faith, walk of faith, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, Brent has been profoundly impacted by his time with Dabo Sweeney. I don't think there's any doubt about that. My Dodge Durango RT, no issues up here in Tulsa. All right. Shout uh, out to the Dodge Durango. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love curling. Watched it last night. I don't don't know. Spoilers, your please. Dad, your dad texting the show, apparently. <laughs> I think a lot of people love curling. Uh, whoever said Texas A&M is paying for their recruiting class is garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. It's fiction. <laughs> this was brought to my attention by a mother of children. Oh, boy. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, you want to hear that whole yeah, rant? Let, let's hear the whole rant. All right, here is uh, Jimbo. So what happened that led to this? You, do you know the backstory? I know he was asked. Was well, you Lane know, Kiffin and Nick Saban out there spreading rumors about a and I'm, sure, I'm sure all that was going on, but the story out there was, remember, that someone had within A&M had gotten all the linemen like an NIL deal for – I thought that uh, was Texas. Is that Texas Tech or Texas A&M? Well, I, I could have the position group wrong, but A&M had one too where a position group I thought had an NIL deal, and some people mm-hmm. were speculating whether the school had – kind of done it and you know hidden that type of thing like they that they were coming up with the money and so I think it had been thrown around there which is getting thrown around a lot of places it's not just Jimbo that's taking that heat that people are trying to figure out yeah, where he's some got of this the number one class this year right right and they're coming after him. yes so that's so kind of what down head, yesterday to to get something off his chest now I apologize there are a couple of salty words in here it has to do with urination but uh, here we go. There is no five meaning. There is no ten. It's being spent in just your thoughts. Here's what I'm going to say, and this is point blank. This is point blank to the – because I, here, here's, here's my problem. There is no $30 million fund. There is no five meaning. There is no ten. This is garbage, okay? And it does. It pisses me off that people – and here it comes from a site called Bro Bible by a guy named Slice Bread. Then everybody runs with it. So it's written on the Internet as gospel. How irresponsible is that? And then to have coaches in our league and across this league say it, clown acts. All right? Irresponsible as hell. Multiple coaches in our league. And the guys griping about NIL, griping about transfer portal, using it the most and bragging about it the most. That's the ironic part. You want character? I'll trust. I'll take it with any of y'all. It's a joke. It does piss me off. The other thing, when you look at, at, at vice president, I get another one, vice president of Notre Dame. Supposed to be a reputable university, right? That's a heck of a person leading a reputable I love it when he has to put his glasses on to see what else he's mad about. That's, <laughs> I'm so, I could so relate to that. Like, he's got a list of things he's mad about. He's got it in front of him on the table. 
And he's like, what's the next thing I'm mad about? And he puts his glasses on to stare down at it and takes them off. I'd be real proud if I hired that guy. Read it off sliced bread. It's funny. When Nick Saban said his quarterback got an $800,000 deal, it was wonderful. Now it ain't wonderful no more, huh? But ours, ours, we ain't got that. Ours are on record what comes up. We ain't doing all them big deals. Ain't none on our place we know of. That's funny when you do it. The hypocrisy is a joke. It's an absolute joke, and it's insulting to, uh, to our staff, how hard we work, to how we do things. It's insulting to Texas A&M because there ain't a better place to go to school and play ball. If you don't like it, we're coming on. Get used to it. All right? We ain't going nowhere. It, it, it's, it's an absolute joke that people put the hard work in and do it. It's irresponsible, but it's funny when they get it, it's all okay. Ball games are changing, man. And it ain't because of NIL and what goes on. It's pretty irresponsible of all of them. They're clowns. We'll go next. If they got a problem with it, come see me. I got a problem with fine. it. You're a slime ball. He's like threatening to fight him. Uh, he's a slime ball. Someone texted it was uh, Lane Kiffin had said something that eventually is what like set him off. But um, I don't believe a word Jimbo Fisher says. That dude's cheating what? as much as any person's ever cheated in this sport. If you ask me. He's a slime ball. Probably I can't stand so, Jimbo. Probably so. I have no idea. I, I here's what I do know. He is delusional. I mean, this whole we're coming and hell's coming with us or whatever. Yeah, you know, I mean, nice watch if you don't like speech. Texas A and M because we're <laughs> charging and all that. Like, what are you talking about? Texas A and M has lost. TJ, we. We are disgruntled around here, right? Because Oklahoma has lost two games each of the last, what, several seasons. Right. Lincoln Riley lost two games every year. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M has lost at least four games in eight of the last nine seasons. Last year... They went eight and four. Now, in 2020, they had a nice season. But other than that, four losses, five losses, five losses, five losses, six losses, four losses, five losses, four losses. Who's shaking in their boots over Texas A&M? Nobody, nobody, because they always get off to nice starts in certain seasons and they just finish poorly and are the same team, like you said, every year, three, four, five losses, whatever it may be. They're the they're a joke. He's a joke. Three. Um, yeah, I'm giving I'm being generous. Uh, giving him a three loss season. So they're a delusional fan base. He's a delusional coach. They're just living this mystery fantasy world that I don't understand where they do how man. they exist down there. Do they have a different internet down there? I mean, are they <laughs> under the impression they're doing better than they are? <laughs> Their internet doesn't go outside the college station boundaries. Are they under the impression that Nick Saban and and LSU and others are going, Dad, come it, fellas. We got to pick it up. Texas A and M is breathing down our necks. I but they put together a good class, but and they put together a I good mean, class with money. So quit acting like that. You're benefiting from the NIL. Don't act like you don't have big time money down there. And it could finally start paying off for him. This may be what sets him apart. He may be right, but don't act like it's just because you're. Gosh darn it! I'm just a good, hardworking guy, and I got nothing else going on but just hard work. Clown axe. Clown axe. 
Slice bread. I, hey, then slice bread's. Uh, I do like the slice Twitter bread or whatever is just going through the roof. I don't know who this guy is, but he's loving all this publicity. Bro Bible from slice bread from Bro Bible. <laughs> just put anything out on the internet. Seriously, what are we about to get into, Teach? I mean, I'm. Oh. This is the world we live in. NIL, big money, bro bread, uh, bro Bible slice bread. Um, Twitter spaces. I feel, like we're a, I feel like we're about to move into the real housewives house, you know? <laughs> we're excited because there's cameras anywhere and it gets high rating everywhere and it gets high ratings, but golly, we're about to live in the same house with Lane Kiffin and Jimbo Fisher and Paul Feinbaum and... The SEC fans. Oh man, I can't, LSU. I can't wait. What's the What's the dude down there? That, that, Brian Kelly. Brian you Kelly. see Brian Kelly? What's happened to Brian Kelly? Did he get hit in the head? <laughs> hey, how about what's this? Wrong with how that about guy? the last video of the guy he's dancing with? Uh, they put out that video uh, earlier this week, and then that kid flips and goes to Alabama. Of course he did. <laughs> of he's course like, he did. He's like I didn't like this guy the way he danced on me. Like. Uh, stripper. So I'm going to go to Alabama. He said, I'm not going to this school. That coach is insane. He was like, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld dancing all up on his recruit. <laughs> he was probably considering LSU until they said, Hey, why don't you get up on this turntable and you dance with our head coach? And he was like, Wait, what? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's going to look cool. And he's like, all right. And he gets up on there, and he starts dancing, and then the video goes out, and the guy's like, I can't show my face anymore. I'm in the video with Brian Kelly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Arkansas fans, we're about to be in the Woo Pig Suey family. Love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Sorry to those that I insulted. I threw Twitter spaces out there a minute ago. I think I upset some people. Oh, because Twitter spaces are they're actually precious they're, or what? They're, a lot of them are actually, you know, hardcore journalists. So mm. my apologies. Yes. Really? I don't even know what Twitter spaces are. So <laughs> I know that Parker runs one, right? Yeah, I think he's involved with one. I don't think he runs one. He may run it now. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't even know. What, what is a Twitter space? Yeah, it's where a bunch of people just get on and talk. Oh. Yeah. And it's all true? It's all true. Everything Absolutely. they say Everything is they say reputable is true. and yes. true? Okay. We'll take a break. Back after this. Wake up with Toby Rowland. The T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. All right, next hour we're going to play um, a nice little chunk of my interview with Brent Venables about uh, his signing class. Let's talk a little hoops now, though. Sooner women win last night. An amazing day. Uh, they were supposed to, I guess, go to Waco on Tuesday. For some reason, it got bumped to Wednesday. Then the they couldn't get out on a flight or the plane couldn't get to them. They had to take off on a bus at 2 o'clock from Norman for a 7 o'clock game. 
the the weather hit them. Uh, Fort Worth traffic hit them. Game had to be pushed back to seven forty five. They stopped at one point to get the bags out from under the bus so that they could tape ankles and do some stretching and get loose on the bus. Somebody hit a curb at one point. I'm not sure what that was about. Uh, they run off the bus. They start the 30-minute clock, and they tip off at 746, and then they go beat Baylor. Liz Scott hits a shot with six seconds left. They get a stop. They win again. They sweep Baylor for the first time since 2009. Maddie Williams leads the way with 20 points. Oklahoma now 19 and 3 on the year, 8 and 2, still in a tie for first place in the Big 12 as they pick up back-to-back wins over top 10 ranked teams. Texas at home, Baylor on the road. They have turned into one of the great stories in college basketball this year, and Jenny Baranchek has to be at the very top of the Coach of the Year rankings. Not Big 12, National Coach of the Year rankings. Here's your updated women's Big 12 standings. OU and Iowa State tied for the lead at 8-2. and two. Then you've got Texas and Baylor tied for third at 5-3. and three. K-State 6-4, and four. Kansas 5-4, and four. Uh West Virginia four and five, Texas Tech and TCU two and seven, and Oklahoma State at one and nine. Next up for Sooner Women, back home on Saturday, three o'clock, Lloyd Noble Center, West Virginia. It is the play for K game. I think they'll be wearing the pink unis, and it times out perfectly with what's going on with the uh, men on Saturday. Three o'clock start. Meanwhile, on the men's side, Kansas State. Gets a bomb with two seconds left last night to beat Oklahoma State 71-68 in Manhattan. Which means OU and OSU have the same record going into Bedlam on Saturday. Here's your standings. Kansas alone in first at 7-1. and one. They're down a game right now. They have a game with TCU to make up. Baylor in second place at 7-2. and two. Tech at six and three in third. TCU right now in fourth place at four and three. They have two games to make up. One with Kansas, one with West Virginia. Then you have uh, Texas at five and four and a four way tie for sixth place. OU, OSU, Iowa State, K State, all at three and six. West Virginia in the basement. At two and six. Second half of the uh, uh, conference slate for, uh, well, I guess six or seven of the ten teams starts on Saturday. Uh, the Kansas, West Virginia, and TCU still got, uh, obviously, games to make up, so uh, uh, they won't quite start their second half yet. But everybody else, including the Sooners and Cowboys, We'll begin their second half of conference play on Saturday. So the Sooners turn the corner, and the Cowboys do it through three and six. Bedlam coming up now, eleven a.m. Saturday morning from Gallagher Iba Arena. It's going to be an early one. Both Bedlam games this year at eleven a.m. I'll update you on the men's side of the Big Twelve standings. Or excuse me. I'll update you on the slate for this Saturday in the Big 12 when we come back. Quick break, 747. 
It's another snow day in Oklahoma. T-Row and Sliced Bread back with you after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Terry and Jackie Saxon, great customer service. Tremendous realtors can help you all the way through the sale of your home and do it for a lot less. The $8.99 listing fee. Same service you get from any other realtor, but just don't pay as much. So check them out, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Guessing there are not going to be a whole lot of showings today if you are trying to sell your home. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, once you get in the portal, there comes a time that you can't cross that line. I have to assume, not that you'll be here, I have to assume that you won't be coming back. BV, when asked about Caleb Williams and going after a QB uh, in a Zoom conference, yeah. Um, very interesting thoughts on uh, from Brent yesterday. More interesting from Lincoln Riley yesterday on the transfer portal. You kidding me? Go ahead. You joke. Um, saying, oh, we got to put guardrails on this thing. We can't be having guys, you know, transferring in and out and coaches not knowing what their roster is and players jumping here and there. Uh, the day after he gets Caleb Williams in the transfer portal. What a scumbag. I, I'm changing That's my rankings. Good. Jimbo's bumped to two. Lincoln, I forgot. You're bumped back up to number one. That seemed to irritate some people yesterday. Why wouldn't on, it irritate them? Uh, my social media followings. Man, he's a... How did we not recognize what a joke of an individual he was when he was here? It's because he's a psychopath and he had us all tricked. He mesmerizes us with pretty things and flashy uh, shoes, and we, we, we got bought in, and we bought into it, and then we get away from him, and we realize, whoa, what kind of nut job was he? He is right. Let me just say this about it. He is right. I'm not saying he's we, wrong on what he said. Would you let me finish? Would you let me finish? Would you let me finish? He is right. We do need some guardrails on this transfer portal thing. Whatever that means. The portal needs some guardrails. It is a little wacky, a little out of control. Uh, making them have to do it within a certain time frame so you have a better feeling for what rosters you got, all that kind of stuff. 100% agree. That being said, it is a little bit like Lee Harvey Oswald coming out in favor of gun control a couple of days after the assassination of John F. Kennedy. <laughs> not, not that he isn't right, just maybe he isn't the best spokesman for it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, on top of the, you know, just the reality that Caleb Williams was going to go to USC, for him to say that, I think, just made Sooner fans, uh, well, I, I, I fear for... Mike Steely a little bit. I, I I don't know if that quote came out before or after the Steely and Thune at Noon show, but I'm going to guess Mike didn't handle it. I can't well. remember if that happened before he got off the air yesterday or not. It was around that time. So, right. By the way, Lincoln, whoever you're using for your hair plugs, it's not working out. It looked like it was working <laughs> for a while. It's not working again now. You might get with Colin Cowherd and see who he uses. All right. It's like a it's like a a, a thief telling you. After he robbed your house, you should really get some security cameras. <laughs> He's right, 
but you don't want to hear it from him. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> Uh, let's see what we have here on the uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Checking in from near Mule Shoe Highway 2 degrees feels like negative 19. Don't be sending me pictures of you driving in those conditions. Jeez, there's a yeah. semi right in front of you. Concentrate on the road. There's a semi in front of this dude. He's sending me pictures from the highway. Concentrate on the road, please. Uh, Don't text and drive. Haven't heard Jimbo this mad since he was defending Jameis Winston. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo. His name's Jimbo. You know, he had options. He could have gone James, could have gone Jim. He could have gone Jimmy. Even that, for a man his age, would have been a bit of a questionable choice. Jimmy. When do you give up the Jimmy and just go Jim? Uh, when you have to get your first job, maybe? I've got a- I don't know. I know... I know some Jimmys out there that are grown men. That's fine. It doesn't bother me. How about Jimmy in uh, Yellowstone? I don't mind a good Jimmy. But Jimbo? Come on. You're a grown man, Jimbo. My friend Jimmy from high school, like when I see him, I'll post something on uh, social media or something, and it says Jim, and I'm like, you're Jimmy. Stop it. <laughs> Quit trying to act like Quit you're trying to act like you're all Clown act. <laughs> all right, next hour. Uh, today's daily top, top five. TJ, I'm ranking the top five Winter Olympic sports today. Winter Olympics already underway in, uh, where are we doing them at? We're in Japan, right? Where Utah, are we at? Park City, I Beijing? think. Beijing? I can't remember where we're at. We're somewhere over there. And um, also, a, a portion, I can't play the whole thing, but a portion of my interview with Brent Venables regarding signing day. Back after this.